0: Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Clark and I are in the studio. This is our second Monday of 2023. Um, jumping into Acts, though. This is our first full week of Acts. How's it been for you?
1: Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Love Acts.
0: There's so much going on. Acts, always. We do
1: the, the Bible reading plan at our church has us read the whole Bible if you do it, the whole thing once a year. But if you do the New Testament only, you'll circle through and hit parts of it twice. Mm -hmm. And Acts is often one of those books that we bump into on multiple occasions. (laughs) And rightfully so, though. I think that our church in our day and age is moving back to the time of Acts. Mm -hmm. And some of the things they bumped up against, I think we will as well. Yeah. So I'm encouraged by it. I enjoy it. Um, And specifically in chapter 7, just struck by Stephen's approach to hmm. navigating these conversations with people who are really mad at him.
0: I know. Well, let's jump in. So what, because okay. what has happened?
1: So, so Holy Spirit's on the scene. Yeah. Pe- Holy, yep. Pentecost has happened. Um, Holy Spirit's been poured out. Yep. Peter preaches a sermon. This promise is for you and your children. People are becoming Christians left and right. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands of people, men, women, and children um, they end up before the Sanhedrin. They're told to be quiet and not talk about it. The church is exploding and growing. They're sharing their possessions, giving their money to the poor. Meanwhile, there are people who try to be part of the Christian community, mm. but have one foot in the world and are kind of greedy, Right, one foot in the church mm-hmm. and nice and Sapphira. They die for lying. Uh, they choose the seven who are mm-hmm. going to be joining them in kind of their work. And then Stephen, who is one of the leaders of the church in chapter seven mm-hmm. now is going to get stoned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, one of the things that stands out to me before you get to like Stephen's unpacking of, this, of the, the biblical story is just the importance of knowing the biblical story. Yeah. So right now, if you're with us at Emmanuel, um, we're in the book of Daniel. Mm-hmm. That's what we're, I'm preaching on on Sundays. Uh, look ahead, Daniel 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 12 is what we're going to be preaching on. Mm-hmm. And what happens when Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego get sent to... Babylon. They have to go to Babylon University. Yes, I'm going to come full circle back to Acts (laughs) seven. Okay, bear with me. One of the things Mm -hmm. they had to do, though, is go to the school and be indoctrinated on the ways of Babylon. Mm -hmm. Like here are gods, here's our goddesses, here's how we worship, here's how we study the stars, here the pagan practices. So they have a Babylonian creation account. It's called the Enuma Elish. Okay, there's a, a their god who's like the strongest god is named Marduk. And he fights this god named Tiamat, and he splits him open in half, and eventually makes him like the upper waters and the lower waters. And then Marduk lives okay. in between. They create people mm-hmm. with the spilling of blood and war. Okay, and as some of some of some people, not all, some are made in the image of the gods. Okay, and they're the elite class.
0: Hmm.
1: The lower people are not made in the image of God they are made for the sole purpose of uh, slavery. Sure. Brunt work and service, to be mi- yeah. mistreated mm-hmm. in service. So as Daniel's entering into the courts and he's being indoctrinated on Babylon and Baal and the ways of Marduk and all this stuff, all the other Akkadian myths, he's having to navigate what is right and wrong, and who mm-hmm. is he and who is God and who are these other gods that they're claiming Marduk, Tiamat, etc. Mm-hmm. And so when he goes before Nebuchadnezzar and all these people, he he is able to still navigate and find his way, clinging to truth. Mm-hmm as a teenager, while he is being just drowned totally immersed. in culture and yeah. mm-hmm. stuff that's not true, in fact, goes against it. So instead of saying, hey, some humans are better than others. But it, yeah. You're elite. You're poor. You're a slave. You're less than. Go to war. We're mm-hmm. going to kill each other. Hey, have tons of sex with tons of people, make tons of babies. Yes. To Christianity, everyone's made in the image of God. Right. Every human being has dignity. Mm-hmm. We're all made to co- co-rule and reign mm-hmm. with God. His ability to know what is true in the biblical story from Genesis all the way through the the patriarchs and then the kings up to Daniel's time Mm -hmm. was vital for him to be able to navigate his current situation, what was right and wrong, and how he was going to give glory to God in it. Yes. Now, full circle, come back to Stephen. Stephen's standing before the Sanhedrin. Mm -hmm. They're really mad because they don't believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And what does he do? He tells them the story of the Bible. He
0: goes back, way Essentially, back. up yeah. to the
1: point. He goes, hey, look, like, here's what happened. It mm-hmm. starts with Abraham, goes through and through the covenants and circumcision, yeah. then to Moses and mm-hmm. the law and Sinai mm-hmm. and the rejection of God by God's people. And he he just keeps going through it. He talks about the golden calf, and then God's response to the rejection and how mm-hmm. then there's the temple and the tabernacle and how essentially it was like, hey, you guys have to go to God to make this relationship sure. work. But then Jesus comes, grace is extended, and it flips. It's God is saying, I'm Emmanuel. I have come to yes. you. Mm-hmm. And not only you, Jews, but also Gentiles, people of all kinds. So Stephen's ability to know the scriptures and communicate to them and then connect it going, look what happens when people reject God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. And now you Pharisees and Sadducees of the Sanhedrin, you're rejecting God, you stiff-necked he calls him right. uncircumcised, yeah. all kinds of things that literally put the nail in the coffin for him. His life is done. Yeah, and then obviously he he gets stoned. So I have more to say. There but, you have but, it. But that was the first. Uh, <laughs> 53 verses essentially is what happened. There.
0: Yeah. No, I so I'm going to jump into what, so hugely important that Stephen knows all this because also that's what he's like, that's one of the charges that are being brought against him, that he's been blaspheming the name of Yahweh and Moses. Yeah. And so he goes back and he says, let me, let me tell you what you don't even know actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes off. and And one of the reasons you guys is like, We think of this as like, oh, like this, you know, brave, courageous moment where, and goodness knows, like, I don't know what his flesh was feeling, but the Bible tells us that he was full of Holy Spirit. Absolutely like that's what's going on. And so, because even when they were, so if you flip back just a few verses to chapter six, when they were like seizing him, um, the folks from the synagogue, when they were seizing him, it says that Stephen was full of grace and power, was doing great works and wonders. And then specifically in verse 10, when they were trying to kind of get him to slip up in his words, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. And right away, when I read that, I was just kind of like, this sounds exactly. Exactly like Jesus, yeah. when he would teach, and people would say, He teaches with authority, we don't know. Yeah. And it's like, we are literally seeing that now that he's gone and Holy Spirit's on the scene, and now we're seeing it in the life of Stephen. And like I said, I, I can imagine my own. So, Stephen has just I don't know what the timeline, I guess, would be. But he's just been kind of brought on the team. Like, he's just become part of the, like, extension of the apostles that are like, okay, we're going to well, serve yeah, the church. I mean, this
1: isn't that long after Jesus ascended, so it's not like he's been part of this crew no. for 20 years or anything like and that. And so
0: this is like part of what we know is the church exploding is the persecution that's happened. And this is one of those moments that's like, okay, Stephen. And as, as you read, so Clark says he kind of has his speech where he's talking and going all the way back in old Testament and bringing up how it's like, can you, can you understand this? Like, and they don't. And so he, he gets to the end, but even in the end, it says that his, that his face was lit up. And, um, Okay, I, I'll push this to the end. <laughs> and then it's so interesting to me because who knows, you know, the Lord knows how many people came to him because of Stephen, but we know one specific guy that yeah. was right there, that the Bible names in the beginning of chapter After 8. After <laughs>
1: Jesus might be the most important person in the Bible to come to the Lord.
0: That literally wrote so much of what we read now.
1: Saul and later called Paul. And
0: so you just, so you just see How Stephen's faithfulness and really the family of Stephen to pour into him, to know the history, then Stephen and God's work through him literally to be ending his life at the feet to say, to bless him and say, forgive them and sound like Jesus. They don't know what they're doing. Only to have the person receive that be Paul yeah is like... You can't write a Hollywood movie better than that. It's like, better than
1: Hallmark movies. You know, it's a
0: happy yeah. ending. Well, this wouldn't happen Wah! in Hallmark. It's, yeah. This is way too grotesque. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. anyway, I'm just blown away by that. And it, so I was looking at before. So chapter six, like what was going on? What was being said about Stephen and, and, and Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. him? And then right at the end of chapter seven, because literally it says, and, and Saul approves his execution. Yeah. And it's just like, and God redeems him. Yeah. It's wild. What were you going to say? You said you made it to verse 30, 53. three. Fifty three. Yeah, and I was so thinking about
1: how when Stephen is telling the the Sanhedrin, you've rejected God,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and <laughs> this isn't going to go well. While they're still trying to upkeep their like quote unquote holy ways, yeah. Thinking like if Stephen was writing to us and speaking to us today, what would he say? I think he would say to the church, hmm. like you can't, you can't, you can't have. Like the good things attributed to God without God. So like Mm -hmm. God is good. God Mm -hmm. is just. People today would like to say they're moral and they're fighting for the goodness of the world and the goodness of people. Mm -hmm. And people are fighting for justice. If God's not involved in the fight for good, in the fight for justice, Mm -hmm. it's actually sin and we're missing it.
0: Yeah,
1: Because God, the creator of these good things, is not included Mm -hmm. in it. So as he's talking to these men, these men are so angry at him for being mm. right, biblically accurate. I was just thinking if, if I'm in that crowd and he's here in 2023 saying, hey, let me tell you the biblical story. Here's what you need to remember. I'd remember like God's got to be included in all this is pointing to Jesus and who Jesus is. So mm-hmm. Stephen looks like Jesus. He sounds like Jesus. His face is gleaming and yeah. glowing like Jesus. But also you have to have God with the things of God. Hmm. So it's just, it's a good word. He's stoned. And then like you said, the persecution breaks out and the church thrives in persecution. So Mm -hmm. if you're at a spot today where you're looking around going like, oh, culture's going to hell in a handbasket and Mm -hmm. this is not good. Have hope. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is actually when God does his best work. It might not be as easy for us Mm -hmm. if we're really following God, but it's going to be the most fruitful. So, Mm -hmm i'm all in for that
0: yeah Um, i think well and like you saying, so the timing of what's going on right now too with the culture it really does speak to whatever i i think you and i it can resonate that like there are times and places where like um this i'm in a pickle like i it's because here's the thing steven didn't even do anything wrong yeah so he's he's not you know deeply in debt for something or he's not like s- s- in this like huge sin thing that's like getting exposed and being brought to light like he's literally exactly holy he's right where he's supposed to be yeah and and it's still just not he dies fun. for it yeah yeah and so that's another thing that you know it, it we get so distracted by like our circumstance that I think sometimes our face we have the sh- the shadow on our face instead of um instead of the glory of God on our mm-hmm. face, because we're not looking at God, we're looking at our circumstance, mm-hmm. and so that's one reason why when I think of Stephen, I think of his face um glowing and beaming with the Lord, it's because he was seeing, and it literally says in scripture he was seeing the Son of Man at the right hand of God the Father, yeah. I think so often my eyes are downcast and my face has a shadow on it because I'm not looking where my gaze should be. Yeah. I'm looking at my circumstance. I'm looking. And so I know that's like a really cliché easy message to like get out of this that like oh yeah, you know mm-hmm. um but really just to take that to heart and it like mm-hmm. think about like okay, as I reflect and examine my day and as you guys do the same or my relationships or whatever it might be, you know where is my gaze at? Like what what am I What am I actually focusing on? Do like Stephen and like these other people in the new church, like do I like know and have these scriptures and the past faithfulness of God embedded deep in me? So Mm. that when there's an earthquake in life or the mundane boredom of life, like when there is a temptation or you know, what comes out of me? Where where does my face go? Is my face lifted up? Is my chin lifted up? Um Because that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, but but that means that I'm glowing. That means that I'm shining in Christ. So you guys, the book of Acts... Stephen is, you know, that's a tough story, and it doesn't get any easier no, as we keep <laughs> as we keep marching on. <laughs>
1: Buckle up, my friends, we're along for the ride. I know. So, so. today's
0: Monday. X seven. Yep. Yep. And so, join us again on Wednesday. You'll hear us, but you won't see us. And uh, we're just really blessed to be walking mm-hmm. through this with you guys. So have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye bye. See you then.